Hey folks, welcome to another episode of The Security Table. This is an abridged episode because we're going to talk really fast about something and have kind of a shorter episode here. Joined by Izar and Matt and myself, Chris Romeo, we're always around the security table and we're going to jump right in. So I am looking at this NSA and CISA red and blue team share top 10 cybersecurity misconfigurations. Let's pick up with number one and get into it. So default configurations of software and applications. Do we Are we in favor of these or are we against well, if so, you don't configure it right, then it's a misconfiguration. Then, uh, yeah, I guess it's pretty much on the top ten. Well, but I mean, this is if we have if we talk about a default configuration. This is making an assumption that the default is bad, and there. But but you could say the same thing about everything on this list. If this is your default, well, no, that's no, a no, no. Wait, wait. They they go to default credentials, meaning basically the misconfiguration here is that you are not changing the default passwords, which we know that absolutely nobody ever does. Everybody immediately goes and puts a, a, a safe, good password instead of the default. I mean, that's why with default credentials, you don't let people, you don't give them the choice. There is no default credential. You don't have one. You have them set a password when they're configuring the device or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to name any names. It was supposed to be without names. I, I didn't. I just had a, a thing here. Yeah, yeah. Well, but a, a little so, sneeze that so sounded like a on this company. list. There is no default. I mean, unless you're talking about about credential hygiene, you're not. There is no default credentials explicitly on this list. Yeah, but number yeah. one is a summary line. It doesn't really need to be its own number. Could they have put eleven on this list? Right. If your default configuration is insecure, of course it's going to be number one. Yeah. Right. But all yeah, of but these other things are also they're kind of missing. They're they're mixing default credentials here with poor credential hygiene at number nine. So it doesn't make sense. Why are these not combined? Why would you have two separate things here? Well, so poor we credential hygiene could could be two things. It could be misconfiguration of your password policies. Or it could be lack of your runtime be runtime behaviors around looking exactly. at compromised credentials. Okay. So in one case, it's a configuration. In the other case, it's not a configuration. So it's a kind of a misleading item on this list. Okay, let's keep going. One, one, is, one is having the, the, the fact that you shouldn't be able to keep the default past setup. And the second one is you really should choose a good password. And yeah. you should store it right. But the, the, the thing that just before we go there, the thing that I have a problem with here is that we start with default configurations, which is a big thing, and then we yeah. funnel into credentials and permissions, which is a very, very a much smaller subset than default configurations. Yeah, yeah, they talk about service level permissions as well. But yeah. look at two. I think we're going to love two. It's basically the E in stride. I do, <laughs> I do, but uh, I don't think it's a misconfiguration. I think it's usually more of a design thing. Ooh, good point. Let's let's unpack that a little bit. So why why is this a design problem and not a misconfiguration? Because putting putting it, put it I, I think that lumping it together as a misconfiguration under this title basically means you are you are using accounts that have way too much way too much privileges than they should, right? Which is not exactly a problem of, a problem of separation. Mm -hmm. It's a problem of the way that you design your system and you are giving one, 
one account the ability of being everything rather than saying we have this set of accounts that's admin accounts and we have this set of accounts that's user accounts. I think we have a context problem. We're looking at this through the lens of AppSec and software and ProdSec people. I just took a closer look. This says top 10 cybersecurity misconfigurations. So they're not specifically talking about design, like designing a web app. They're talking about excessive account privileges and elevated service account permissions that would be part of an operating Windows network in an enterprise. Yeah, so let's talk about that then. Aren't those applications? Well, so think about number one. Think about number one in that context then. Leaving the default configuration is the problem, right? Mm -hmm. By not changing the configuration to a secure state, if it requires elevating security, and I will just, and this is a lightning round here, but you know, just think about the the CISA Secure by Design, Secure by Default guidelines that came out recently in updated form. Secure by de- Secure by Default means comes secured, then you have to weaken security. We talk about loosening guides, but most of the time, com- products and applications applications and software are shipped in a default con- default configuration that is insecure, and leaving it in that insecure configuration state puts it to number one on this list. Yeah. Number two is. Likewise, those things often ship with an administrative account. That administrative account may be the only account that's that's in, installed by default, and people will use it for operations when they should. Exactly. They should create. They should create an additional account, non-privileged, to be used for for general purpose or something that's view only for for metrics and reporting purposes or or whatever. And you should be separation of the the application should enforce separation of duties. And users of those applications should reinforce that. Hmm. All right, so let's look at three. I don't get this one. Insufficient three and four, internal actually. network Wait, you don't monitoring. Get this at all? How do you? I mean, how do you? Can you s- can't measure what you don't know, right? You can't defend what you don't have. Yeah, but isn't everything answer. encrypted in the world we live in now? How is? How can you monitor anything on a network? It's not uh, just no, 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 TLS no, no. going back inspection. No, no, no. no. Off, you, you, TLS you offloading. Can, and, you can yeah. monitor for for uh, uh, streams that are not predicted in your threat model. So I know that these two things are expected to talk, but if I see A talking to Z, all of a sudden, oh, wait, that's not supposed to happen. Right. But also with with TLS offloading and DPAC inspection, I mean, once you're, yes, we're supposed to be in a world of zero trust, right, where where systems are going to be an island unto themselves. But traditionally, you know, there's a network boundary where you may terminate TLS at the network boundary, and then everything within it can be, DPAC inspected and, and monitored for its tra- for the traffic. And if you don't do that, then you're potentially leaving yourself at risk. I mean, can you do that at the speed of an enterprise network, though? Can you? Yes, I mean, we're talking use, 10 gig mirror traffic. In a 10 gig connection, you can decrypt all of that TLS traffic with hardware, and still with hardware analyze decryption, it in yeah. real time? Yeah, yeah with hardware yeah. decryption, absolutely. You can. Okay, wow. But, uh, the world of computing the, the has gone that, further. <laughs> the, the thing that's sort of bothering me here is that we jumped from configuration of actual stuff and how you use stuff to all of a sudden on three and four, we are looking at networks. And this is well, design I, too. It, this is and design many times it's not yeah. the same people who do both things. So who, who yeah. is the public for this thing here? I guess it's misleading. It's misleading because it's not a configuration. It, it's It's... It's it a is design. It's a layout. It is a configuration went, because you could. I mean, whenever, whatever you did, whatever you just you designed when you go to implement it, 
it is you are configuring your network monitoring tools in an insufficient well, way. You configure it because it has to be configured to, to be to be of use, but <laughs> it's not a configuration problem of the environment or the system or the whatever. We're nitpicking up words at this point. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's keep. But it is. I agree. But, but I, to your earlier point about design, there is a design element to if you properly design your network monitoring, you don't have insufficient network monitoring. And so, if, I can, and by I would, the way, and by the way, for four. With software-defined networking, this is absolutely a configuration issue. And four, just for the record, is lack of network segmentation. Right. So having hey, air-gapped environments. It, it is. It is an architecture. And it may so also architecture be... now is configuration? Oh, we could have an episode alone on that one. I dare you. I dare you to go to an architect and say, what you do is configuration. I dare you. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're change management now, friend. That's what you do. It's just Wait, a bunch of that, change isn't management. That dev, isn't that DevOps? Isn't that what DevOps and DevSecOps is all about? What? And he just said the quiet part loud. Oh. <laughs> well, there's another dollar in the swear jar from, from Matt yeah. Coles. Well, at least I didn't say pane of glass. Or shift left or any of my Single. Or dash Single or any of the other Sweet. words that uh, cause pain. All right. Um, Support so patch management, number five. Okay. Not a configuration per se, unless it's automatic updates we're talking about. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, 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 speaking of the, the, the word jar, so is this one talking about S bombs? Oh, is, is it S bomb time already? <laughs> Please no. Please stop. Please <laughs> stop. Wait, do we have insufficient dust anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this is... Uh, okay, so, so poor patch management, now. lack of regular <laughs> patching, use of unsupported operating systems. To your point, this isn't a configuration unless it's an automated thing. This right. is just a point. This isn't the top 10 misconfigurations. It's the top 10 problems that yeah, exist. And, true. And yeah, it's a an So the, the, the misconfiguration would be a lack of automated patch management because that's something you could change. You can turn it on or turn it off. All right, good. Right. Six. Bypass of system access controls. Wait a minute. This I'm is not a entirely sure this is a configuration issue. This is a this is an active attack kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I would yeah. say that having system access controls is the configuration or misconfiguration. I mean, but look at the first sentence. That's a threat. It. The first sentence is a threat. A malicious actor can bypass system access controls by compromising alternate authentication methods in an environment. Well, I would okay, put that so in my there's the, config there's the configuration problem, right? If you if and it goes back to number one. If you have a default, if the system's default configuration exposes insecure protocols and you leave them open, you're at risk to this threat, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, the, the second sentence here, if a malicious actor could collect hashes, well, how do they collect hashes? You've left Landman in, in your in your system, right? Or, or NTLM or whatever. And that you're saying that's the lack, that's the configuration problem. Or the that's the configuration problem, right? So you've misconfiguration, and, uh, you've left insecure protocols in place. And, and, and the whole item is just listing ways of bypassing authentication yeah but they they should they should have taken the, the statements and turned them around in in terms of as a system yeah as a system designer and a system deployer don't leave insecure configurations because they'll allow malicious actors to do xyz that's how it probably should have been stated that's i think what they intended to say but but what they did was they they took the attack first and not the, not the cause yeah mm -hmm. so that's seven weaker misconfigured mfa methods Oh, but well, let's this listen is where they start one. here. Misconfigured smart cards or tokens. 
generally government or DOD networks. So not really that applicable to the average enterprise. Like we don't use smart cards anywhere. At least I don't know anyone uses smart cards. Uh, some companies. Well, yeah, okay. Maybe primarily in government or DOD, but I you know, have high security environments that do use this, use smart cards. It's not unheard of. You, and people use YubiKeys and, and other FIDO tokens all the I time. I mean, that's not a smart card though, right? A YubiKeys. It's a token. I mean, they're talking it's about a token. Cat, it's a, they're talking about cat cards here from in, in this are. context. Cat and Piv, Well, right? they, they, but, are, they are talking about tokens as well. So you, you could think about FIDO yeah. and all that. Good so stuff. if you have a if you have a, a Google Titan or if you have a uh, a YubiKey, right? Those are those are access tokens. Those are tokens that are in scope here. Yeah. What's interesting though is they don't start with not having MFA in the first place. They start with the assumption that you have MFA and it's insecurely configured, not you don't have MFA. Well, that so not having one. MFA to our earlier discussion would not be a misconfiguration. Exactly, yeah. It'd that's, be a design problem. So it, they, they kind of followed the right Unless it was here. a configuration option that you could enable MFA that you didn't. Ah, I see. They, they are assuming that you have it, but it's misconfigured. That's right. All right, now eight, we go back to... Network. We no, no, back. wait, 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 wait. Before we go there, then they, they jump to lack of phishing resistant MFA. Which is a configuration again, problem again. Is configuration or is design of the MFA? Perhaps the MFA solution is not good enough. That that's true if it's, if you have one to choose from, but if you have multiples multiples to choose from and you don't enable again the the strongest one available. Oh oh no, sorry. On on upon reading, they seem to be addressing uh MFA over SMS. Because yeah, they so, say that exploitation mm -hmm. of signaling system seven protocol vulnerabilities and SIM swap techniques is the problem. Right. So we so, agree with so, that. I mean, we yeah, agree so with. So if you have the option, if you have an option yeah, of using it, one that reduces, it's not a misconfiguration, unless it's an option. Which a lot of unless times it is an choice. option. A lot of times it is an option these days. Yeah. Between push again, wait. and text based, SMS based. Right. If you have a choice between A or B. Is that a misconfiguration if you choose the weaker of them? Or is it a bad design choice? Or bad default, or secure by default. So it's a, it's a bad default. Secure by default. It's a bad yeah. default, which means it's a design, it's a configuration choice. And it's a bad design in that you're giving a poor choice. Yeah. It's okay, cool. you convinced me. All right, eight, insufficient ACLs on network shares and services. So now we're back to the network again. Yeah, this is a configuration problem. That most definitely, you've okay, set so the this, wrong ACLs. So we're, we're just we're just we're saying this is a misconfig, and we're moving on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nine says poor credential hygiene. That's basically bad configuration of human persons because. Well, this you know, is this is pass. If you're using passwords and you're not using MFA, or if you're using MFA with passwords, and you have crackable passwords, that means you've set a weak, weak password policy. Right, you haven't used twenty characters with symbols, uh, alphanumeric, and spaces. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait! We know that those policies are not all that they are hipped up to be. Right? If yeah, you but enforce I'm, a strong password policy, you have. What is the new? It's NIST eight hundred sixty three. Right, eight hundred sixty three redefines password policies as yeah. as how, what they should be in a proper. Long, easy to remember, but hard to guess. Past not, phrases that don't with change no changeable frequently. unless there's been a breach. Right. You don't have to change them. So, and, and here they say that it's it, it's if it's shorter than 15 characters, then it's bad. Right, and clear text password disclosure. We talked about this earlier with oh yeah use of insecure protocols that expose credentials on the wire, right? But what what's I guess that's that's the 
That's the choosing of a bad credential that can be easily guessed or reusing credentials and exposing it through insecure configurations. Yeah. That's ultimately what it's getting to. But again, is 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 this a configuration thing? I mean, the only configuration that I can think of in here is the size of the password or the choice of hashing uh, yeah. uh, method that there's, you have. There's, there's so much more they could have done. Like even yeah. just referencing 800-63 is the current standard of what I think of as the best practice. Um, I don't. I don't think... I mean, if somebody is in this day and age, if they're allowing short passwords and non-complex passwords, then shame on them. Well, and then, and then, and, and then they talk about passwords held in clear text. So this is not a configuration exactly. issue, right? This that's, is that's not strictly. That's a design problem. They, they. I don't know any system that says, "Would you like to store your passwords in clear text?" <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to configure it this way. Yay! Let's hope for the good things. All right, we got to pick up 10 here. Unrestricted code execution. So there's a, there's a condition a at the top, though. Issue. If unverified programs are allowed to execute on hosts, a threat actor, oh, it sounds like a threat, can run arbitrary malicious payloads within a network. Yeah, in my opinion, I don't know how you can say that this is a configuration issue. Unless you're running EDR. Well, right? can, you, can you somehow force... Like on Windows, can you, is there a configuration setting to only run things that are trusted binaries? You, yeah. you need yes. stuff on top of it. No, but you can you can have Windows fail to run without, without prompting for UAC, you could, right, or whatever it's called now. Yeah, they had a what because it was their safe list. Didn't they build a safe list feature years ago for if it's not digitally yeah, signed, if it's not digitally signed, signed and the yeah. certificate is good. So you could do you could do group policy to prevent this. But unless it is a very and I could be wrong here because I'm not a Windows person. But unless it's a very limited account, you can just click on run it anyway. Oh yeah, if you're if you're running as admin, so you're running That's with elevated privileges. That goes back to the running with elevated privileges discussion. Enterprise right? application environment. Not everybody has admin, right? And so. I, and I think that's where they're going. Now, I don't know why you would turn off those protections if you, in, in a Windows environment. Why would you turn off all of these things about safe listing applications based on signatures of binaries and things like that? Because like, Joe from accounting absolutely needs to be able to run that uh, flash thing that he has from 95. <laughs> so they have to lower the, the barriers and give him more privileges. Yeah, I guess. Not in my world. Not in my network. I won't allow it. So, all right. Well, that was a fun little quick pass through the NSA, CISA, Red and Blue Team share top 10 cybersecurity misconfigurations. Uh, I think we kind of had some fun going through there and pointing out some things. Ezar's got but the last it, it has to be said. It has to be said that uh, we we value the effort. We like that it came out, and uh, we just think that it could be a bit more. I don't know. Focused, defined, could be tuned up a, a little bit to yeah. truly make it so that it's clear how everything is a misconfiguration. And so there's right, not and, as and, much. and the mitigations have good stuff. There's a lot to learn in there yeah. as well, and they they have they have good references. Yeah. So I think that all in all, three out of five for the effort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's you know they're they're moving they're moving the industry forward. It may not yes. be perfect. Nobody's ever going to be perfect, and that's okay because there is no perfect exactly. security. Um, there is only reasonable security, and some of this is reasonable. And we'll leave it with that. Yeah. Thanks, folks.